I'm hoping everything changes. And I'm hoping everything changes immediately regarding where we're going with this country. There's a lot of good news, I think, out there. But that doesn't mean that we can sit back and relax. It just means that there's a good thing. Number one. Trying to get younger generations involved in this is so critical. So monumentally critical. And we have to figure out a way, which is important. We have to figure out a way to get young people to understand that this is not just some theoretical game of, you know, the American flag or this is serious, as serious as it gets. And if people like Charlie Kirk can do something about this or Turning Point or Fox News, whoever it is, I don't care. The fact of maybe trying to get younger people, because remember, with our generation, we're done. We're, we're, we are not the future. I, I think you know that. I think you're aware of that. I think you're you are more than aware of it. I have no problem with this. My view of the world is a little bit more complicated than most. And I say that uh, with all due respect. I see so many problems coming at me at one time. And I realize not everybody can think like that. In fact, it's not a good idea to be like that. It's not a good idea to think like me. It's not. It's better to sit back and just kind of sort of think like everything is, is very simple. So I'll take it however it's done. So the very fact, the very fact that we have people who are trying to at least inspire younger folks, terrific. I don't care how it's done. Bring them in. Bring them into the tent. That's number one. Number two. If somehow, if somehow, People can, I don't know what the word is, if somehow people can recognize the fact that there are many, many faces to Donald Trump. Some of them are, some of them are really, really good. Some of them are. But uh, let me also, somebody asked about the newsletter. Let me make sure you are signed up for the newsletter. Here it is. There is the link for the newsletter. There it is, right there. Double check that you were signed up for, and I appreciate that. I saw Donald Trump uh, with Maria Bartiromo, and it was just one of the best, the most lucid, very funny interviews that I know he's to, to the hardcore anti-Trump folk it doesn't make any difference but it was so lucid and so good and I want him to focus on thinking about the middle always think about this person who was this undecided voter this undecided voter I can't say this enough I can't I can't put it into 
I can't emphasize it enough. I'm thinking about the undecided voter, the person who's not sure about you exactly, the one who's who's not really who doesn't really know, who's kind of scared of you, who's who's um you know I understand that. So that's important. That's important. As you know, <laughs> there are people who are going to be making up their minds, and the good news is they're not going to be watching CNN. They're not going to be watching MSDNC. They're not. We'll talk about that in a moment. The good news is they're going to be listening to other people, and they're going to be getting a feel for it. And believe it or not, don't ever lose sight of the fact that there are more people who are so monumentally disgusted and frightened and terrified of what's going on in this world at this moment. You have, you have no idea. They know this. And nobody speaks for them. Nobody speaks for them. And if the message were just... A very focused, almost like I'm. We're 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 reaching out to you. And this is not about politics. This is about the future of our society, and it's going down. And you know this, and it is spreading. And ladies and gentlemen of America, do not think that because you might live in Lansing or you might live in um, Duluth or you might you might live someplace where you know everything is. Fine. You don't. You don't see any problems. You don't. You don't recognize any problems. Do not think this movement. These people are cascading. They're like swarm. We saw this wonderful thing last night on. Uh, it's an old David Attenborough Netflix thing on the life of the the planet, and they started off with aphids in the Serengeti or. And the aphids turn into locusts, and the swarm, the swarm that just, you just can't believe this. There are people, there's a sense of lawlessness that is swarming, and it's got to be stopped now. There is a sense of not conservative, liberal, but I'll tell you, it's still the best line in the world. And, um,. I think that uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said it best. It's between normal and crazy. There's a crazy that's going on. And we don't know who it is. But ladies and gentlemen, we're not here to define who it is or why it is. We're here to stop it. To stop this. This isn't about Republicans. This isn't about conservatives. This is about common sense. It's becoming commonplace for people to hear more and more about people who are who are beaten, robbed, raped, ravaged, savaged on our streets where we're hearing about children. Ladies and gentlemen, a movie came out called Sound of Freedom and it detailed human trafficking of children that the UN, the Department of Justice, and every country in every corner of the world has acknowledged. And do you know what the right wing said, do you know what they said? Or the people that, now excuse me, not the right wing, what am I saying? Ladies, just strike that. I'm so used to the old days. It's not the right wing. It's the left wing. You see what I did? 
I'm I'm historically thinking the right wing I used to think were the reactionaries. The right wing used to say stuff that was like no, no. They said this was a conspiracy theory. This is where we are right now. Think about this. Ladies and gentlemen, think about what we're saying. And for me to say ladies and gentlemen, Right now, there is something called in vitro gametogenesis. And you are going to see, right now, with everything from lab-grown meat, which, which has more people upset than anything else, lab-grown meat, to lab-grown people. And this is being done without anybody hitting the brakes at all. Nothing. Do you understand what's happening right now? All of a sudden, ChatGPT came out of nowhere. Overnight. And AI became what we're talking about. Overnight. There's nobody in charge. You're just finding out. You wake up one morning and you say, hey, look what happened. There's, a, there's all of these, these, um, these incredible examples of this, this terrible, awful... Uh, what am I trying to say? These um, robberies and burglaries, it's like they're just happening. This is, see, this is terrific. It's very simple. It's just got to stop. Now, another topic. Bobby Kennedy Jr. is finding out that he is under attack by who? The New York Post. Right wing. Right wing. Because they're claiming that he is making an anti-Semitic claim or statement about Jews, about how COVID was targeted against and towards or because of, uh, to stop, uh, or to, to, to um, how do we say this? That through ethnic and demographic uh, tinkerings of vaccines that Jews were spared. He said, I never said that. The long knives are out. They're coming after him. And he's seeing. And by the way, it's the left and the right. This is where we are today. This is where we are. And what he's going to do is he's going to stop. He's going to have Shmuley Botiach come and say, no, no, he's not. And then somehow he's going to wait until the next thing that comes up. And then they're going to dig something up, and they're stopping him. See what they're doing? He says something, they stop. He's got to stop. Come on forward, I didn't say that. Bring in Shmuley. Shmuley, did I mean that? No. Shmuley, am I anti-Semitic? No. Okay, thank you. Now we keep moving, and I stop. You said something else. Stop. I got to get somebody else. Did I say that? Did I mean that? He's never going to get to first base. He's never going to be... He's never, The way people are doing it right now is so stupid. He has got to have one... He can meet with people. He can get out and say hello. That's fine. He has got to have one source of his information. It comes from his home, his office, his studios that go out every single day. 
This business about, well, let's go here. Let me go to the Upper East Side. Let's meet with a bunch of uh, wealthy New Yorkers. And then let me go over here. Let me go on the Elizabeth Vargas show so she can go after me. This is ridiculous. This is over. This is done. This is finished. This is through. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's through. It's over. It's a different world. Let me say something on a separate, a separate, a separate uh, note. Hollywood is over. This, this. Listen, I feel sorry. SAG AFTRA. I'm a member. God bless them. I, I, they, they don't know what to do. But what I'm telling you is that you are not going to understand or believe what is happening now. We are in the middle of a cultural, social political revolution. Everything that we've ever known, everything that we have ever known, everything is changing drastically. And we cannot use this left and right, Democrat, Republican, conservative, paleoconservative, neoconservative, neoliberal, right, it doesn't make any sense. This is it's like, it's like the bull moose party. It's normal and crazy. That's it. Conservatism is normal. Just normal. Normal. I'm trying to find one radical right-winger. Who is it? Who? Who is the right-winger equivalent of this lunacy that we've seen on the left? And, and forgive me for using these shorthand terms. Who? Who is it? Who? Have you heard anything? What? The Proud Boys? What are there, ten? Tell me, who are the people? Who do you think today represents this radical, crazy, right-wing lunacy? Who? Who are these people? Where are they? Anybody know? Anybody know? By the way, today I had a wonderful, a wonderful time with my great friend George Galloway. I think Alan saw it with the mother of all talk shows, Moats. It was wonderful. And I gave him my warning about uh, artificial intelligence and AGI. It's the only existential threat there is, period. I love that man. I love him. He's a great, great. He is so terrific. Now, in no particular claim, uh, the sound of freedom. Eighty-three million dollars. It's even more than that. People are reacting to that, and the left wing is doing everything in its power to shut down that movie. People are showing up. Theaters, there's no air conditioning. Or, oh, we don't know. They're getting the word out. How is it that we live in a country where people are actually debating and arguing over the fact about whether children are being trafficked? Again, the UN, that gives you Agenda 2030, Agenda 21, Codex Alimentarius, ESG. These people, they make no bones about, of course there's, of course there's human trafficking. And my only beef, my only beef, 
But Sound of Freedom, it's happening here in this country. There are kids sold in this country. There are families selling children. It's here. Here. You don't have to go. You don't have to go to wherever. Again, I'm not going to quibble about this. This is where we live in a world where they're arguing about this? Okay. Next. If I had my way, if I had my way, I would do the following. I want a solidified, a unified, and a cogent Republican Party. I am not a Republican. But just like during World War II, a lot of people found themselves siding with Stalin against a, a common foe. If it's the Republicans this time, great. If the Republicans get nuts, I'll side with the Democrats. I don't care. I'm not in it for the party. I'm in it for to save my country. Not make America great again. To save it. It's going, it's falling apart. And it, there's no end in sight. So three things I would say. Number one, I would have a summit like they do with Sun Valley and all they left to. Get Charlie Kirk, get whoever, get Tucker, anybody you want, throw them. I don't care who it is. Get that blowhard Chris Christie and that insipid, vapid Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and sit there and say, that's enough. You're not going to make it, you're not going to make it, and you're not going to make it. Now look, if you want to just raise your, your name recognition, I dig. You know who's doing a good job in that? Vivek Ramaswamy. He's not trashing anybody. He's always not going to win, but it doesn't matter. He's he's spreading it up. We're in this thing. Like the great Cam Fong, as Chin Ho said, we're all in this together, brother. That's simple. Now, I don't want to hear any more of this. And that goes double for, for Trump. Enough. You don't have to call Ron to sanctimonious. What sanctimonious? Did he just go for the pun, if that is a pun? He's not sanctimonious. I don't even know what he's... We got to stop this. The left has us beat because they never do this. The right is petty, fractionalized. You've got this group over here. Let me go back a little bit. Let me go back a little bit. And I, what did I tell you the other day? History. What did I tell you? History. History, 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 history. There was a time when we were growing up when the Republicans were like, eh, nothing. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't remember them as being that. I mean, they were okay. They were kind of like our parents. Your parents might have been Republicans. Kind of like country club Republicans, uh, business types, uh, not even social conservatives, not even conservatives. It was the days before, that was a Barry Goldwater move. That was Barry Goldwater, that was William F. Buckley, the paleoconservatives, they came along. And it, I mean, it really, in the 60s is when things got really good. Remember the history. Let's go back from the days of uh, the Republican Party. When they first, their first, if you think about it, their first uh, 
convention was in what, 18... Is it 56 or 65? In Philadelphia. Anyway, it was the twin, the, the, the twin pillars of barbarism. It was polygamy and slavery. This was the Republican Party. And it was kind of like, okay. Because we believe we're in a republic, lower case R. 60s changed everything. 60s changed everything. Vietnam, 60s. Think about this. Go back in time. It was fractionalized. It was wild. But there was a point. The Vietnam War. The Vietnam War was the one thing like, well, yeah, but they're right. These long-haired, hippie, barefoot, yeah, but Vietnam. Okay. Vietnam was the thing that gave them, it vindicated them. If it wasn't for Vietnam, people would say, what do these people want? You know, love free, free love, you know, tune in, tune out, all that nonsense, whatever that crap was. But Vietnam vindicated them. Vietnam was the anchor. Vietnam was the thing that made people say, okay, maybe do it. And then the music business, and I'm not going to get into Tavistock and all this, because that's a whole other story. But believe it or not, if you don't think that was Intel fortified, you're not paying attention. Well, guess what happened? No more Vietnam. Think about this. The left won. The liberals won. Women, civil rights. Wasn't perfect. The war. They were great. They were groovy. Things were terrific. Wonderful. We're done. So then, who was the silent majority? Who was the forgotten The conservatives. They weren't even called conservatives. It was the right. It was these other people. Remember, the left was happy. They won. No war. Women, they were great. And all of a sudden, there was this disgruntled group. Barry Goldwater. Barry Goldwater was so mild compared. It's like when you when you listen to what Barry Goldwater said, it was nothing. If you look at if you look at what, uh, what Lenny Bruce said, people think Lenny Bruce was so horrible. It wasn't at all. It was nothing what Lenny Bruce said. But at the time, he seemed so scary. Same thing with this. So what happened? Oh, the Southern strategy. This was really, I mean, this was hardcore. Let's get a bunch of these Dixiecrats. Let's get these Democrats who say, wait a minute, we have nothing to do with these people. You think Strom Thurmond has anything to do with George McGovern? What are you talking about? They're Democrats? We're not, what? Republicans said, come here. Listen, we're in charge of the Department of Justice. We're in charge of actually handling this civil rights stuff. Let's work together. Come into our tent. Big tent. You're not Democrats. Come on in. Be Republicans. Okay, it's a deal. Welcome. Later on, Reagan. Hey, all you moral majority folks. Hey, all you Christian. Hey, all you Bible-toting Christian. Come on in. Those people aren't going to help you. These are the liberals. Look what their signs were. Look what their symbology was. Look what their semiotics were. The peace sign, the dove, abortion, burning bras, smoking dope. What is this? Where do you go? The Bible and the cross and the flag and family. Where do you go? Where? Where? Come on in. There's room in the tent. See, he's getting bigger. Hey, all you Second Amendment people, they came later on. Come on in. They're not going to help you. That's for sure. Hey, all you 
uh, libertarians, whatever that is, come on in. All you constitutionalists, come on in. All you Tea Partiers, come on in. You see how big it's getting? You see how it's... You say, wow. We really got... This is good. Then Reagan, Rush Limbaugh. Things were groovy. I mean, it was wild. Everything was right. Bill Clinton one time, I'll never forget, he was on a on Air Force One complaining, where's our Rush Limbaugh? And I worked at the time for a group of people named uh, Air America. And they were great, nicest people in the world, but they had no idea about radio. They thought that somehow if you would just put this on, if you just presented this stuff, that people would just come to it. I was like, well, maybe, but... And then things started to change. And then all of a sudden... What happened? I don't know. Where'd the right go? John McCain. Sarah Palin. Barack Obama. Oh my God. Heaven, smooth. I mean, it, it. you can say what you want about him. You can talk about him. He is ready for prime time. And that's when things started to change. And it was gradual. It was gradual. And where did the Republicans go? Nowhere. Who was the next one? Mitt Romney? Come on, Mitt Romney. And it was uh, number two for Barack Obama. Twice. Well, something then happened. And I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to get the end of this. I don't know if we're ever going to get the, the real story behind this. But I wouldn't be surprised, Mrs. L and I wouldn't be surprised, if they said, you know, we could do a lot more if we had actually a Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump, I am telling you now, you can laugh at me all you want, is the rock star overnight sensation, the Beatles, the Stones, redefined Everything. I don't even think he realized he doesn't know what he did. He didn't know. Changed everything. Everything. It was critical. Four years of Trump were critical to drive people nuts. People were screaming and yelling. And then the shadow government started to Get ready. Sharpen their knives. We're going after Trump. We're going after Trump. We're going to teach him a lesson. Okay. Trump didn't even see it coming. Trump was a political... Remember... Remember the people, he, his chief of staff, Kelly? And, I mean, he had... Who was the guy? Lloyd, no, the... the um, fellow from Exxon and I mean it was the worst cabinet they 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 he didn't know what he was doing he just he was such a neophyte Lloyd or whatever his name was anyway disaster 
But politically, best times ever. Wall Street was humming. Unemployment was down. It was beautiful. Law and order scared the hell out of China. Everybody was... Putin was cool. Everybody was happy, especially when he said, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down NATO. This was critical stuff. Remember what happened. Then, the big C, the Rona. And that was the start. That's when everything started. And then all of a sudden, they said, we'll get Joe Biden. They didn't know how sick, they didn't know Joe, Joe Biden wasn't this ill then. Joe Biden was a little weird. Remember Corn Pop? Remember those stories? I mean, he would, Joe Biden's been a liar and a, and mendacious and an exaggerator since day one. Joe Biden's been full of it since day one. We all know that. Joe Biden has been... Joe Biden forever. A real backslapper. They love him in Washington. And they were telling me, they said, oh, he's in. He's in. I know this. I heard from people who go, no, no, he's in. He's done. I go, we haven't have an election yet. No, no, he's in. 81 million votes. 81. Trump didn't know what hit him. Trump had no idea. Never knew what hit him. Never saw anything like it. Still can't believe what happened. Trump never knew. You're going up against something that is so big, so complicated, it's not even funny. And they're still not done with him. They're still not done with him. But he acts like it doesn't really matter. So that's where we are now. Now, 2024, what's going to happen? I cannot emphasize to you how important this is. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to say it again. I don't care about Dylan Mulvaney. I don't care about SAG after it. I don't care about beer. I don't care about uh, drag queens, drag shows, drag races, Big Daddy Don Garland. I don't care. If we don't win that election, it's over. If we don't win that election, and that's why Charlie Kirk, Sit down. I want you to talk to your young people and I want to make sure you get the word to them that your their country needs them. I don't want to hear any bickering, any quibbling, any fighting, nothing. Chris Christie, shut up. Nikki Haley, shut up. Vivek, you're doing a good job. Tim Scott, doing all right. Everybody else. And Chris Christie, I don't want to hear a word from you. I'm going to fight him. I don't want to hear this. And you too, President Trump, with all due respect, sir, that's enough. Period. Now, it seems right now, as of today, Trump's going to be the nominee. DeSantis just, I mean, I have never seen... I have been telling people for the longest time, I know these things. It ain't going to work. I don't care what he's done in Florida. I don't care what he's done in Florida. I don't care. It doesn't mean anything. He doesn't have it. What are you doing? What are you talking about? It's too young. Too, not now. 
don't I don't even want to analyze it. No, 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 no. Now, this thing changes as to whatever. Now, let me stop. And this is what turning point and whatever one. You may not understand this, Tucker. But you may be, you are one of the most important statesmen, even though you've never been elected to anything. Your opinion, your driving force, you're like the Walter Winchell of so many. You carry a lot of clout and a lot of influence. Don't waste it. Think very carefully what you say. Think very carefully of what you say. Think very carefully of whom you support. Think about this. Do you want to get these people? Forget this Fox News thing. We're worried about one thing and one thing only. We have to defeat the Democrats in 2024. Let me say that again. I don't think anybody, you heard me. We have to defeat them. I don't care who it is. Do you hear what I'm saying? I don't care who does it. It doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't. I would prefer somebody over. If it's Nikki Haley, fine. If it's somebody, if that's what it is, it has to be, you have to undo. You've got to undo. You have to dis, decontaminate the world, this country, from the DOJ and everybody else. You've got to do this immediately. Immediately. Without fail. Immediately. And that can only be done if there's cohesion. If there's a confluence of ideas. That's it. I don't want to hear anything about others. I don't care about this one said this, who said, period. But then something else happened. Then it's as though God came down and said, I'm going to give you a break, America. I'm going to give you a break. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Kennedy. Now, I don't know who's teaching him or who's doing He's He's making some errors here. He's never really run for office. He thinks he's Bobby Kennedy. And there's one thing, there's one thing that you've got to understand. If you're going up against Mike Tyson in his prime, you have to remember, he will kill you. And what Bobby Kennedy does not understand is that they will eat him up. They love this. He means nothing to them. To these people, he's a traitor. To the left, Bobby Kennedy's a traitor. And all this vaccine and autism stuff, they don't want it. They have nothing. They are furious. And you, you might want to say, what does this, why, why would they not want to stop or why would they not be interested ostensibly in getting to the the bottom of what appears to be an autism epidemic. Let me ask you this question. Why would they be against promoting something that stopped human trafficking? You want me to get into you want to go into detail? I don't know. I'll let other people figure this out. Go ahead, you figure this out. I have no earthly idea. None. I have no idea what this is about. None. But he is going to destroy that vote. That's why enter Gavin Newsom. As I've been telling you since the beginning, Gavin Newsom, let's see what happens now. 
mix it up, screw things up. And what's what's interesting about the left, the young left, we saw it with Bernie Sanders until they just hosed Bernie. I mean, they just... Remember when he was crying at with Hillary's? That was his spot. Young people. There was a one day in Brooklyn, it was freezing, and people, these kids were crying. They loved him. This man, this old guy from Brooklyn, and the they loved him. And Bobby Kennedy's got to remember over here. And Bobby Kennedy's got to do a few things. Number one, enough with the vaccines. Bobby, look at me. Look at me. Enough with the vaccines. Enough. Enough. We all know about that. You don't, you don't have to say, not another word. Not another word. Not another word. What do you do about crime? What do you do about the economy? What do you do about kids? Families? Think about the people who are not left and not right. What do they want? The future. Feeling better. Give us a dream. Do us a favor. You've got the best thing in the world. No more push-ups. Bring out your falcon. That is the greatest, or as you would say, the coolest thing I've ever seen. Show up with this raptor, this bird of prey. Get kids to say, wow, he's a falcon. He's certified. These are the greatest things in the world. This is your ticket. This is the environment, climate change. Start talking about the environment that drives the left crazy. They don't want to talk about the environment because if they cared about the environment, they wouldn't be for windmills and all this other kind of stuff. That kills the environment. Show people, say, wow. Show up and let kids see this. You show up with this thing in your arm and you take that hood off and say, watch this. Let it take off. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, you got Joe going after kids and, oh, this is the greatest thing. And also, Bobby Kennedy, we don't care about your father. They don't know who the Kennedys are. They don't care about that. I'm sorry to say that. We know. They know. Move on. Now think about vaccines. Stop it. Stop it. Talk about stuff. Talk about the future. About your kids. About everything. Family. I'll talk about family. I got 85,000 cousins. How about that? I don't even know how many people in my family. I'll tell you right now about Bikini. If he said, between in-laws, kids, grandkids, I have no earthly idea. 3,500, I don't know. I'm into families. I'm digging that. I'm digging that. And you can also do this stuff. You can do this. You can, you can talk to people. And you can, let me tell you something. I've had my drug problems. I understand this. And me came from the best family with all this money. And it can happen to you. And you probably, and who doesn't have somebody in their family that doesn't have a substance abuse problem? We have to get to the bottom of this. We have to do it with compassion. And we got, just show this. Make them love you. Like this cool guy. And also, you ready for this? Now listen to me. You have to address things. You have to talk about climate change. You know what Republicans do? They mock climate change. There's no such thing as climate change. It's climate fraud. Don't say that. Tell them you're going to adult, you're going to talk about climate change, but don't really get to it. Just say you're going to just say climate change. We have to do something about climate change. 
Okay, there I said it. What is it? I don't know. Uh, make sure the climate doesn't change. Nobody's, a, nobody's asking for any kind of solution. But don't mock it and don't dismiss it. Listen to what people are saying. More young people today are being taught that misidentifying somebody with the wrong pronoun should be a crime. You want to laugh about that? Laugh at your own peril. What are you going to do about that? So what do you do, Bobby? What are you going to do? No. You're not going to be talking about criminalizing pronoun misapplication. You're going to talk about respect. Respecting people for who they are. Respecting people for who they are and how they're different. America is for everyone. I move on. Give me a bumper sticker phrase, move on. I don't care what you do. Just acknowledge it. Just say it. Climate change, we've got to do something about it. We have to respect people, this country. Trans, cis, boom, ba, whatever. Just say it. Don't mock these people. Move on. Have three points to your platform. Simple. Three max. Nothing more, nothing less. You can do it. And you know who could do a wonderful job here? Tucker. But here's the thing. Guess who they're always pleading to? Guess who they're talking to? The people who already agree with them. You understand what I'm saying? They're always talking about people who already agree with them. I don't understand this. I don't get any of that. I don't understand why they spend so much time talking to people who already agree with them. He just likes to do like a... I think he's feeling kind of lonely or something. Maybe he feels, you know... I understand it. I get that. Now let me explain something, which is also... For those, because I know you love this. Fox News is going right to the... It's just... It, it's over with. I don't know if you can realize this, but people realize when disco was... You just... You can just see things. You could just see. Uh, don't be surprised if uh, Levin, he's a pain in the ass, and so is uh, Judge Janine, and Hannity is, eh, Hannity's been there for so long, you don't even know he's there. They're tired of that. They're tired. They want to sell it, get rid of it, get done with it. They're through with it. Now listen to what I'm saying. This is who we are. This. Not Fox News. Look what's happening in Hollywood. Hollywood, I'm sorry to say, it's over. It's over. They're making this Oppenheimer to be like, this is going to be the greatest thing. No, it's not. People don't go to theaters. They don't want to go to theaters. They don't want to, they're not into, it's a different world today. Don't fight it. Do you know, in history, there was a time when they were, they thought, Lincoln was the most unscrupulous of people because he campaigned. You were just supposed to have a picture of yourself, maybe, and that was it. Even the picture, no, 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 excuse me. No pictures, no nothing. People went out and campaigned for you. You didn't say anything, other people did. Lincoln said, the hell with that, I'm going to talk about me. You can't do that. Well, he did. Got that, Stevie Douglas? That's exa- I don't mean my three sons either. That's exactly what he did. Then later on, FDR, radio. You can't do that. Fireside chats, brilliant. Brilliant. And what did Trump do? The rally. Now that's great for rallying people who already like you. But FDR was the president. And he talked to people 
of all stripes during the Depression. You don't know what that was like. I don't know what that was like. But I have a, a pretty good idea, having read quite a bit about it and know a little bit about it. This country was, I mean, it, it just went for your soul. And he wasn't perfect. Now, how do you get to people who aren't necessarily going to vote for you? Number one, I told you, you go back to the group, Charlie Kirk, get together and say, that's enough. You want to be not this fractious party, not this name-calling party. You want to be unified. Eh, slight differences, but that's it. That's number one. Number two, always think about the undecided voter. Period. Now, with all due respect to Turning Point and this one that uh, Tucker was at with uh, Mike Pence, what good does that do for the rest of the country? Nothing. What does that do for the undecided voter? Nothing. Next point. And this is the most important thing in the world. The word has to go out. You have to have a team that says, we're going to be great at the polls. We're going to have people come out in droves to the polls. The Democrats beat, they stole the election legally. They did everything legally. They were, they were, Trump was, Trump was, was the one who said, don't, don't send in the ballots, go in and vote. No. And if you ask me still, the reason why we, they lost Georgia was because of him. But that's water under the bridge. That's over. You have to be ready to go. Anybody talking about that? No. Who's the uh, who's the RNC chairman? Is it that Rona or whatever? I don't know. They're worthless. Worthless. I would say we have teams, ninjas, ready to move in. Tell them. We have 4,000 employed poll watchers. We know exactly where to go to. We know the swing states, critical, not, not every you know precinct, but the big ones. And you've got to show them. Here they are. Little side benefit here. Speaking of raptors and abatement birds, I love this. Go check this out on YouTube. In the Napa Valley, every time it comes down to time to harvest, you know, the grapes, right when the grapes get real nice, real red and sweet, ready to be picked, here come these birds, these starlings. And they eat them up billions of dollars. They tried everything. They had scarecrow. That doesn't do anything. They had people with guns going up. That didn't do anything. They had noise. That didn't do anything. They had nets. They they had nets. They covered them with nets. Starlings were going to pick through. Nothing worked. Billions. Over a long period of time. Until this guy shows up. In a truck. He's got abatement birds. What are they? Raptors, peregrine falcons, and uh, some other hawks. And and you got three of them. The first one swoops down low. 
and he flushes them out. He just... Now, they don't attack any. They don't eat the starlings. They they eat, they get their reward later on. But the starlings say, what the hell is this? It's kamikaze. There's a mid-range one that kind of like picks up the afterflow, and then there's one at the top, the scariest, that just flies around that says, I'm here. That's what the Republicans need. They want to tell everybody, all of you campaign cheaters out there, we're here. We're ready to go. You understand that? We're ready. We're watching the polls. We've got workers. We've got the we've got lawyers. We're ready to file suit. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be catching Rudy and that um what's her name? The Kraken. Remember her? Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, all those big shots walking around saying, Well, she didn't do anything. But it was remember that the Kraken. The Kraken, the Kraken. Oh no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You won't even know who these people are. They'll just come in. Because unless you do that, unless you can secure the vote, we're wasting our time. Does that make sense to you? That's what we do. And it can be done. Uh, It can be done. That simple. Period, period, period. This can be done if only people care about it. But some people really don't, they're not really there for any other reason than to sort of just, I don't know what the word is, they just sort of want to be the star. And there's a whole bunch of people, and they're good people. Tulsi Gabbard, she wants to be the star. You know it and I know it. Carrie Lake wants to keep talking about her. She bores the hell out of me. Enough. I don't want to hear any more about Arizona. I don't want to hear any more about this. Enough. Stop it. Please, in the name of God, either run again, just stop it. Go away. We've had enough of this, though. Is she still shacking up at Mar-a-Lago? Oh, no, Mar-a-Lago. Anyway, this is Mrs. L's YouTube channel. I want you to immediately go, and I want you to immediately sign up. It's ready to go. All you do is you hit subscribe, and that's it. I want new leadership. I want everybody to talk about what they want to do, but nobody trash anybody else. Remember the 11th commandment. It's that simple. It's that simple. These people can be beaten. America doesn't want this. I know this. And there are people on our side, that you probably don't think, black people, Latinos, people of color, gay, loads of folks. Gay people have been completely forgotten. Gay people feel absolutely abandoned in this whole thing. So they're critical. And that's that. I can't be any more serious about this. So there you have it, my friends. There's my prescription. This is what we have to be done. I'm dead serious about this. It's not up to you and me. It's up to them. Period. We can talk about this all we want, which is great, but it can be done. Don't ever let anybody tell you that this is doomed or, well, that's just, no, no, no. Are you ready to fight? Have you had enough? Are you ready to do something? It's going to take more than tweeting, more than uh, typing. It's going to be driving people crazy, maybe actually volunteering. I take it everybody's registered to vote. 
I, I assume that to be true. You're going to have to get back to do old-fashioned politicking, volunteering, period, asking day of the poll, what can I do? This is what's been going on. This has been since day one. Anything you can do, presence, knocking on doors, Democrats do that. Democrats do that. And also, talking to friends, never being obnoxious. Asking them if they're happy. Asking them what their concerns are. Ask questions. See what they say. Don't start hitting them hard with your ideas. Ask them questions. This can be done. This can be, I'm, I'm telling you. Bobby Kennedy getting into the fray is so important. You have no idea. That takes that kind of uh, Democratic vote and just... But he needs, he needs advice. He needs um, discipline. He's all over the place. He's still... He's, I don't know who his, who his actual uh, supporters are because the Democrats hate him for what he's done. And his provenance and his name means nothing. All right, dear friends, now listen to me and listen carefully. Do not give up faith. Do not give up the fight. Do not give up your determination. Do not give up your belief in this country, in this republic. Believe me, we have been through everything. And we're not going to let the Democrats and these folks, despite anything you think, it's not, it's, I mean, we, we're, we're up against not only these people, but the globalists and Schwab and we've got World Economic Forum and World Health Organization and Bilderberg. I mean, we've got so many people. We, it, it's, but watch what's happening in NATO. Watch what's happening with that. Watch, just watch what's happening. The world is changing drastically. The Great Reset is here. Don't get too focused on beer, lab-grown meat, and eating bugs. That's nice. That's interesting. But that's irrelevant for what we're talking about now. Period. Okay? All right, dear friends, we love you. Thank you so much again. One more time. This is Mrs. L's YouTube channel. Sign up immediately. We'll see you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel, 8 a.m. in the morning. Don't lose faith, my friends. We'll see you tomorrow. And until then, don't forget these words, these, these, uh, hang on a minute. Don't forget my, I cannot move, I got to move this. There we go. Don't forget these words until uh, we meet again. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Da-da.